Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back to the REI Network podcast. Uh, if you are watching, please make sure that you like and subscribe. We have tons more videos lined up that are going to be coming out that's going to help you in your real estate investing. So just do me a favor, like I said, like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast. Also as well, if you've not done this already, you want to go and get 5,000 free property records. Go to batchleads.io slash Gavin, batchleads.io slash Gavin. You get a seven-day free trial and you can download 5,000 records, get skip traced and get calling immediately. All right, let's jump into what I want to talk about today, which is selecting a virtual market. Now, this is something that is literally everyone just overcomplicates this. I get it. Where do you go? The United States is so big that you just don't even know where to begin where should you even start to look, you know, because you literally have the United States, as we say, in your backyard. And I get it. It can get confusing. So I'm going to try and keep this simple and give you some clear direction in the way that I need you to start thinking to go, how do I actually narrow it down? Because you are right. If you are living in, you know, L.A. or, you know, uh, San Diego, Vegas, and you want to do go virtual, well, where do you even begin? What do you look for? So I want to talk about that and uh, hopefully narrow it down to give you some ideas on, on what I work with with clients and literally how we how we do it. Right. So make sure we don't overthink this section. Number one. Remember, we can do deals anywhere from anywhere in any market it is doable. Uh, markets to steer away from if you've never done a deal. So if you are brand new into real estate and you're trying to do a wholesale deal, let's say a cash deal in these markets of like San Francisco, the Bay Area, LA, San Diego, uh, Phoenix, Vegas, New York, uh, places like this, I would start looking around the surrounding counties of them locations, right? So if, again, LA, you're going to go inland more. Um, you want to go to the surrounding counties where there's less population, where there's less potential competition. And there's competition everywhere right now. Real estate is pop popping. It's hopping. It's crazy. And you've just got to get amongst it, right? You've got to be hitting your numbers to get results. And that, that goes for everywhere. But your marketing dollars, it's going to cost you a lot more money uh, depending on where you are located. So again, San Francisco, you're going to have to have more marketing dollars. You're going to have to talk to more sellers. You're going to have to make more offers. You're going to have to do a lot more follow-up but your checks will be a lot bigger. But the difference is, remember, if you're brand new, you want to win. My goal is, I don't care if you make $500. I don't care if you make $1,000. If you're brand new, it's all about the proof of concept. Do you believe in yourself and can you actually do it? That's what we need to do. That's what we need to, uh, to, to achieve to create them small wins so then we can capitalize on that and actually get better results, okay? So just be thinking about that. So what to look for in a virtual market? So again, 
Start in your local market if you can. If you're in and you're brand new and you're in one of the big cities, like I just said, go the surrounding counties or we do need to go virtual. Uh, and, and, and don't overthink the word virtual as well, because people think virtual wholesaling that you can't be local. Of course we can. That's how I started. I started doing deals in Phoenix while living in Phoenix. But you just have to be disciplined that you're not going to the property. As soon as you remove yourself that you are not going to the property, then it will then you are virtual. That That's basically the number one rule. If I'm physically not going there, then why do I need to be down the street or 10 miles away? I might as well be in Nigeria doing it, okay, if I'm not going to go to the house. So that's how you need to start thinking. If you're physically not going to show up, then you can be virtual, all right? So doing it, again, you know, not visiting the house, working from a phone or a laptop, and you can still manage your team, you know, from anywhere. So look at the resources available to you okay so let's say you, you you're in a, a hard or you're in a very oversaturated competitive market like a few that we named right so start thinking of narrowing down places so where did you grow up did you grow up in another market did you go to college in another market do you have friends and family in another market okay do you know something about a market because of somebody right because friends and family, you they could meet the seller, pick up a contract, get pictures and videos, put a lot box on, show it to buyers. So they can do all them things. Plus, you can obviously hire a runner or, or, or do that. But I'm just talking about analyzing a market right now. So you listening to that might go, oh, yeah, I used to live in uh, Ohio. Okay, but now I live in L.A. Maybe Ohio is where we, we start to narrow down. So because you know that market, you have a, you're going to go in with more confidence knowing that you used to live there. You know it like the back of your hand, um, whatever it is, or you've got friends that have moved there and they're willing to help you. Like this is how you start to narrow down a market. You can't just go at 50 states. OK, you can't just go at like 50 states and then go at, you know, 10,000 cities and and go, well, where do I begin? You have to come up with some logic of what I'm explaining to you, right, to give you a little advantage, right, to say that is, I've narrowed it down to at least two or three markets now because I used to live there, grow up friends there. And now we can analyze, or you can listen to this, you can then analyze them markets as you narrow it down. So that's when, for me, the market research kicks in. I don't do market research on the whole of the United States. I narrow it down through the things that I've just told you, and then I have two or three markets. Then I will do my market research on them deals. Because remember, we can do deals from anywhere. So that's how I would do it. So looking around the surrounding counties, right? And then is it is it a good good rental market? Meaning you've probably heard of the 1% rule. Now, the 1% rule means absolutely nothing, uh, really, other than it's a quick way of analyzing a market. So let's say the property is worth 100 grand and it rents for 1,000. Now, a lot of investors do want a better return than that, but it gets you into a market where it's a rental market. In a rental market, you can actually buy and hold, fix and flip. So you have multiple exit strategies within that market. It's good for owner finance. It's good for creative finance, all them things. Where if you go to California, who's going to go and buy rentals in California to cash flow? Doesn't happen. Why do all, all people in California buy out of state? 
because of the cash flow, right? You're not going to go and buy a $400,000 house in California and it rent for four grand, right? So that means that the 1% rule, 100,000 to 1,000. In, in, in Alabama, you could probably get a house for $45,000 and it rent for 800 a month. They're great numbers, okay? So 40,000 or 45,000 to rent to 800 a month, you're not going to find that in, in these high-end markets. So that would be a rental market. So after you've narrowed it down to two or three, then is it a rental market? If I'm going virtual, now, if you're in your local market, you might not have a choice. But if I'm going virtual, that's what I would be looking for it is that, is, is a rental market. Also, I can do flips there uh, because it's cash flow market. Also, the population. The population, if it's 200,000, no problem, because guess what? If we start in a small area or a small town or a small county, right, of 200,000 people, we can branch out round further counties as we grow. So I'm not too worried about having half a million people in that area. I'd do it even at 100,000 people. You could even do it at 5,000 people. It doesn't really matter. It's, a, it's the actual concept of making sure you have buyers there, right? And then reverse engineer it and doing seller marketing. So th that's, again, something that I would do. But if you look around a population of 150,000, 200,000, that's a great start for a smaller market. And again, you can pick them counties around it and you can grow and expand uh, and make money, right? So also, I kind of just touched on it, is looking where the buyers are buying. All right. So you can do searches on like list source or prop stream, pulling cash buyers list. How many transactions have happened within this county, within these zip codes, within this city, whatever you're pulling within the last year? How much activity? So if we have a thousand transactions that's happened within the six months or a year, then we know that that market, there's a lot of cash deals. There's a lot of people buying. There's a lot of activity there. So then we can say, OK, we can exactly see where they're buying. We can go after them markets or by having conversations and building our buyers list, we can then actually start going around that busy area, depending on where you've picked. All right. Now, what you're going to find when you go virtual, guys, as well, is let's say if you were to pick Alabama, it gets rural real quick. So you could actually start with Birmingham, Alabama, but then you get outside of Birmingham and it's just rural in the middle of nowhere where you could go and pick Charleston, right? And then all these counties around Charleston are great because it depends on how big that area, that would be like a Phoenix as well, where the suburbs are still pretty heavily populated to get you a good count. So you have to watch for that. You, you don't always have the option to go outside in the small areas. It depends on how rural it gets for that market. So remember, uh, that's how you would look for the buyers. You can also network with wholesalers. You can get a lot of the information that is already out there when selecting a market by having a conversation, okay? Talking, where are they buying? Where do they have buyers looking? Find this information, and then you're going to go and be a deal finder, not a deal creator. You're going to go and source out deals to sell to these buyers and these people that you actually network with. And that is how you're going to pick a market, right? So, again, there's nothing in there that you probably haven't heard before. But just to roll back through it, you're not going to overthink it, okay? You're going to look at where do I live now? Can I start in my local market? And if you're in, if you're brand new and you're in a busy city yes you want to go surrounding counties if you know that area or if you go virtual do you know friends family did you go to college anything that gives you an up brand to start selecting two or three markets then you go into the market research okay you're finding how many people are buying there who's buying there starting to network 
And then when you get buyers on the phone, it's how many are they buying? Where are they buying? Is there anywhere they want to avoid buying? And then you can start to build your zip codes and your uh, counties and things like that. Then you will start the process of actually marketing and going through the uh, the fundamentals of this business to actually make money. Okay, so that's when you're going to then start marketing. You're going to start talking to sellers. You're going to start making offers, doing your follow up, and getting contracts closed. Okay, that is what you're going to build onto um, to, uh, to you know to, to to get them results. Okay. So hopefully I'm going to keep this one, like I said, short and sweet. Hopefully this makes a lot of sense. There's some clarity to go, all right, that gives me the ability to at least narrow it down and then do market research. I cannot tell you how many people I come across that are spending hours and hours and weeks and months on researching a market. All markets are hard. All markets are saturated. All markets are this, 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 and this. All right, so just start doing it. Buy some things that you know, start narrowing now, start taking massive action. And remember, the markets that I said avoid if you're brand new, once you get the concept, once you start making money, you go back into them markets that you know really well that are high end and try and dominate there and then start making your big fees. OK, um, so I'm not saying you're going to be leaving forever. But if, again, the goal is to get a win, I need you to get a win for you to move forward um, and, and do this. You need six months of your life to spend on doing this. All right. That does not mean six months trying to analyze and pick a market. You can do deals everywhere. I have done deals in Maui, which is million dollar homes. OK, I've done deals in Alabama, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, Texas. That's just to name a few. OK, and they all come at different price points. They all come, but the concept will never change. The marketing never changes. Only the area changes. Your ability to have conversations don't change. Your ability to make an offer doesn't change. The offer prices change, but that's it. But the fundamentals will never change depending on what market that you're in. So it, when then you grow, once you're doing deals in a market and you've got it going two, three, four a month and you want to expand to the next market, then you can do that. You take the business that you've built and then you operate in the next market. That is how I was doing eight markets at once at one point and hated every second of it. That's why I narrowed it back down again, because I thought I wanted to grow big. I thought I wanted to be in all these markets, but it sucked. It hate, I hated it because why? It took them more people, more people to manage, and more money, more outgoing, uh, more things to track, all of these things. So you have to get your happy medium in this business, right, which is a whole different conversation of what's the bigger picture for you? What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? Where are you heading? Where are you now? Right. And that's what I do with my clients is to say it's nothing to do with anyone else. Right. You need to start serving you and your family and get on a vision for yourself, not my vision. I don't come and create a vision for you. When I work with clients, I pull the vision out of you and then we execute around that. Right. If you're going to make it, we cannot. We need to stop and understand. Stop creating a job. And, and actually work on building a business. And there's a difference. There's a difference between the hustle, the grind to get there, but the action plan of you getting out of the business to work on the business needs to be in place. Because otherwise, you're going to create a job, you're going to make money in this business, and then you've just transferred from corporate into another job of the, of the, 
a cycle of real estate, of transactional business, where if you're not working, it's not working. And that's exactly what we can't do without a plan in place, right? You've got to sit in that seat, maybe, depend on financial, depend on commitment and family and all them things. But do you have a plan to get out of it? Because when I started, I was doing 10, 12 hours a day, don't be mistaken, to make this happen. But I had the plan from day one that I wanted to work on this business and in it. And that's what I created over a period of time by actually putting systems and people in place to allow to do that. So I had, okay, this is not forever, this and this. And then you start to outsource things, right? You're marketing first, so it's happening without you, right? And then acquisition and disposition or put business partners on the ground um, if you want to you know, do a partnership. I set the business up. I literally run, I guess, in my real estate business, I set up three different ways uh, depending on the market and the people that I work with. So it works. Creating opportunity is what it's all about and creating a win-win win, a win, win for everybody. So this uh, is a success. Okay. So just want to throw that out there. And hey, we have a killer group right now. One of my guys, Terry, we just started marketing for about a week ago. He contacted me yesterday as I'm recording this and basically said three out of three. And I said, what does that mean? He got three contracts in three phone calls, two cold calls and a PPC. I've never had that before. That is not realistic for most people, but you have to be in it to win it. Okay. We're getting killer results, making a ton of money in the group. And if you want to reach out, okay, this is a six month program. We're going live three to four times a week in a video setting. All right. So this is not just a webinar saying where you just ask questions. You're interacting with the group. You're seeing people making a lot of money and you see where you need to be. Then we have the new people that are trying to level up. And I'm telling you, this has been an absolute game changer. We have testimonial after testimonial. Okay, about this. So if you're interested, go to reinetwork.com slash join, reinetwork.com slash join. Come and have a conversation with us. Check it out. And I don't like to give guarantees, but like if you're in a week and you hate it and you think it's terrible, I'll refund the money. I don't care because I need the right people in the group to get results. Okay. And that's exactly what we're building right now. So if you want in, if you want a plan, if you want a vision, you want to create something of some legacy, okay, and make money while you're on vacation at the beach, which I know you do, all right, but you don't know how to do it and you don't have an action plan to do it. And that's what we do. We have to put a plan in place. So it's not all about you creating a job. It's you creating a business. All right, guys, on that note, I'm going to leave you. So remember, don't overthink picking a virtual market. Let's get out there. Let's start marketing today. All right. I give you a free resource to pull a list in a virtual market and you are ready to take massive action. All right. Appreciate you. Have a great day, guys. Remember, like and subscribe and I will see you on the next one. All right. Thanks. Bye bye.